Welcome to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B., Chief Joy Officer and Divorce Coach at Joyfully B. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you shift your junk to joy, heartbreak to healing, and free the funk so you can move forward faster. We don't just survive, we thrive by using joy as our GPS to create a life you're obsessed with. I invite you now to grab your cup of joy juice for another epic episode. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. And with that, let's start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm so excited to share a solo jam with you today. It has been some time since I've done a solo jam. And I really have been working with my private coaching group that meets on a weekly basis. We go through growth modules together and I teach them all the healing practices that I have used on myself to personally navigate divorce over the, the years that I've been healing. And a common theme has been coming up. And I thought, wow, this could be a really powerful topic for the listeners of the podcast. So here we are. You can thank all of the girls who are in my group for calling this vision and this share with you today. It really came as a result of all of them navigating their own personal journeys. And so our topic today is the how. The how is a hot button question for most of us. And it used to be my go-to phrase until I learned that the how wasn't really the best question to turn to for help. It really isn't the best question to ask to get yourself unstuck or moving forward. And we've been taught that to ask that question, how, 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 show me the way, how, 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 how. But really, there's a better way and better things that we can be doing for ourselves. So stick with me because I'm going to share with you my own personal relationship with the how and what you can use instead of the how to create faster healing and transformation. So here we go. Like I said, I hear questions like this all the time. How do I get over my ex? How do I find myself again? How do I stop feeling so sad? How do I find joy? How do I stop the overwhelm? How do I slow down the stress? How do I write a new chapter? How do I create a life that I love? How did you do it? And all these questions now make me laugh, not because they're bad questions, but because when I was going through my own personal healing journey, the gals that I met on that journey who quickly became close friends and confidants kind of gave me the nickname of the how girl. (laughs) Because every week for the first few months of doing the work in my own private group, I would say to my mentors and coaches, well, all the things you're sharing with me are really helpful. They're really good information, I guess, but how? How do I implement those things? How do I make those things work for me? And my busy brain was just always at the forefront in the structured mind, just trying to race towards the answers. Just give me the how. Show me the exact steps to what I need to do to get over all this hurt and all this pain. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And those mentors and coaches would kind of giggle and love on me as I continued week after week to choose to sit frustrated in my determination 
to hang on to the how. And I didn't realize that the how was what was holding me back. And I knew back then that me being the how seeker was going to help me understand what others were feeling on this journey. Because I know so many of you are listening to me and you're choosing to live in the world of the how hangover. All right, the how hangover. Nobody likes a hangover. But being stuck in the how, feeling like other people must just have the heal from divorce how-to handbook and you don't. Do you ever feel like that? Like, that? well, there's other people that are doing it and just living their best life and sharing all these transformational stories and being inspirations and feeling empowered, but I must have missed that memo because I don't have that how-to handbook. I'm missing out. So first and foremost, let me reassure you, you can drop the FOMO right now because you don't need a handbook for the how, all right? And I like to say, I give my clients the roadmap to recovery, but what I've learned over the past couple of weeks in guiding this private group is that the how is holding us back. The handbook is not the how. The roadmap, there is a roadmap, there is a way, there is a path, there are tools and guidance, but it's not the how. And here's what I've learned and warning because this may annoy you and frustrate you and trigger some of you, especially if you're type A like I am, like you just want to know how. So trigger warning, it's not about the how, at least not in how you think about it. All right. So hear me out. Don't turn off the station just yet because I'm about to drop some massive, massive golden nuggets. This healing journey, and if you haven't started your healing journey, by all means, please jump in our group, all right? If you haven't started your healing journey, you got to know that this journey, once you're willing to embark on it, I almost said once you're ready, but I want you to know that you're never going to be ready, okay? I thought that I would just wait until I was ready, and waiting is just delaying your desires. So replace your readiness with willingness. Once you're willing to start doing the work to heal, You need to know that it's going to be less about the how and all about the who. Write this down. It's less about the how to heal and all about the who is healing. So you might want to grab a pen and pencil because these questions are the real questions that you get to ask yourself and begin uncovering and discovering on your journey here. Who do you become when you are curious? Who do you become when you surrender? Who do you become when you get uncomfortable? And who do you become when you get comfortable in the uncomfortableness? Who do you become in the quiet space? Who do you become when you focus on your needs? Who do you become when you stop allowing your busy brain to do all the work? Who do you become when you give yourself deep deep love and connection? Who do you become when you stop people-pleasing? Who do you become when you do life differently? And what I mean by do life differently is you choose to create intention around change. You choose to stop pressing snooze on your alarm clock. You choose to create a self-certainty routine. You choose to release old relationships that are no longer serving you and choose relationships that serve you. You choose to fill up things in your life that bring you joy and you discard things that don't. Who do you become when you create space 
when you learn how to use your breath inside of your body to create ease and flow? So those are really powerful questions, and some of them may be too difficult for you to navigate on your own. And again, this is why we do group coaching and work through these things together or one-to-one coaching and work through these things together because they mean more when we can really sift through them together. But the point of today's topic is to stop asking how and start asking who. Who do I get to choose to show up as? What is her energy? What is her vibration, her vibe? What does she like? What does she dislike? How does she speak to herself? How does she communicate to others? Who is she when she's honest all the time, even when it makes her uncomfortable? Who is she when she consistently practices her tools that she is learning in her healing work? Who is she when she takes time to breathe and takes a time out for herself? Who is she when she makes space to invest her time, energy, and finances in things that are going to get her moving forward faster? This is a lot of future self-talk. I teach my clients to write a future self letter once we start our healing journey of who you are talking to, who you are seeing in the mirror six months from now, one year from now. If you've never done this practice, it's really powerful, but you want to sit down and you want to write yourself a letter to who you are standing as when you've moved through these healing moments. So the other part of the how is actually an acronym. I want you to write down the word how in really big letters as an acronym. The H stands for heal. The O stands for our. And the W stands for wounds. Heal our wounds is the how. Because all we're doing when we are oftentimes newly divorced and feeling all this pain is we forget that the emotional pain is an even deeper cut than if someone took a sharp knife and scratched your skin and you were bleeding and you needed stitches and you just couldn't stop bleeding, couldn't stop bleeding, couldn't stop bleeding. Emotionally, you haven't stopped the bleeding from the pain that you're in. And until you address those inner wounds, you will continue to bleed and bleed and bleed. And it's important that you don't continue to bleed until you bleed out. You're not going to die from divorce, but you may feel like your soul is dying inside until you heal your wounds. So the how is heal our wounds. If you and or your ex didn't have wounds... And the wounds don't just come from your wounded relationship with your ex, okay? They come from years and years of childhood, from birth until now, okay? It's why a lot of us have the mean girl syndrome. Not that you are a mean girl, but that you have an inner mean girl inside of you that's constantly shouting at you and holding you back from your top potential, right? It says things like, you're not good enough. You're never going to find anybody else. You're not pretty enough. You're not skinny enough. It's the not enoughness syndrome. All right. So if you and or your ex didn't have any wounds ever, you may not be separated. Our wounds actually get us into trouble because we never learned how to heal them before. And then we bring them into other relationships. And it's not just with your ex. Our wounds get us into trouble With our friendships, our wounds get us into trouble with our coworkers, our wounds get us into trouble with our relationship with our kids and with our loved ones. 
Our wounds do that. They separate us from one another. But we all have wounds. And our open wounds over time infect others. And after a while, we get sick and tired of feeling sick. That's why the phrase is, I'm sick and tired of it, right? So the next time that you want to say, how, how do I do this? How do I heal from this? I want you to remember to work on the wounds. And it's really a lot of, you may have heard people talk about inner child work and generational healing. And it's a lot of finding yourself and discovering yourself again is understanding where the wounds exist and how to give them all the love and healing that they need. I run a practice that teaches my clients how to do whole body healing and really learning how to listen to themselves again and regroup and use the body for decisiveness. Because when we're indecisive and we're in negotiation mode, using the brain, the brain overrides the body. And the truth is that the body holds the truth. So if you never learn how to do whole body healing and really get into your inner wounds, it's going to be really, really hard to do what so many of you ask me to do, which is how do I find myself again? The truth is you probably never found yourself in the first place. That was my issue. I never really figured out who I was in the first place. And then I got married because I had been with somebody for five years and he was a great guy and he was really fun and we had a lot of good times together, but I never really figured out how to heal my wounds from a lot of my own insecurities, from my body, from my bully brain, from I was bullying myself instead of bestying myself and just walking around in a land of insecurity, even though I thought things were good. I had a six-figure job. I was with my partner for over 11 years. We never really fought, but I was fighting myself and I wasn't loving myself. So a lot of this rebuilding process is learning how to figure out what your cues are to like yourself again, to find your joy again, to rediscover and uncover what's going on underneath your skin and in your soul. So really, there's so many practices that I've learned on myself and I now teach all the women that work with me in a private capacity how to do these things at a deep visceral level so it can last for a lifetime, right? Because this isn't the last time that you're going to be hurt by somebody. And hopefully you won't go through another divorce, but you may go through losing another friend or you may go through losing a family member. And once you learn these tools, they don't just work going through divorce. They work in relationships in general because once we can heal the relationship to ourself, everything else falls into place. All right, I want you to take a deep breath because I'm throwing a lot at you. One of the things that I had to learn the hard way was that the pain that we feel simply is the body's sensations of pay attention. Pain inside of you. Emotional pain and trauma equals pay attention. Again, heal our wounds. Heal our wounds is the how. So anytime you're feeling like you're feeling so much pain inside of you, just realize that it's a request from a wound to pay attention. Pain is the catalyst for growth. Doing the right thing for yourself doesn't always feel good. Let me repeat that. Doing the right thing for yourself doesn't always feel good. That's why a lot of us don't want to go to the gym. It doesn't always feel great to feel those aches and pains as your body shifts and changes in the way that you want it to. Same thing with the emotional workouts that we do. We must practice feeling uncomfortable and stop telling ourselves that making the right choices for ourselves is a bad thing. 
We just, our bodies love certainty. They love to know, but they also need variety. And one of the most powerful phrases that a coach taught me one time was, growth happens at the intersection of love and pain. So we have to love, 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 love on those wounds, 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 wounds where the pain is activated because growth happens at the intersection of those two things. So again, that's the how. Heal our wounds. When the pain comes up, we got to pay attention and start asking those curious who questions. So one of the biggest things that you can do for right now for your how is get intentional about the vision and vibration that you need to support your whole body healing. So like I just told you guys, it's important to write a letter to your future self. If you're going to start a healing journey with myself or anyone else, I highly recommend writing this future self letter to your to what you truly want yourself to hold. What vision do you have for yourself? Where do you want to see yourself a year from now? And give yourself permission to dream big, right? Because once we have the vision of who we want to be, then we can understand the vibration behind it. When I started visioning myself as someone who was lit up on life with a pep in her step and walking the beach every day and having a strong body and making new friends and going on adventures and hiking all over the world and traveling, that vibration was a million times lighter, brighter, higher flyer than the version of me that woke up every day with no vision at all and just thinking that I was going to wake up on my bathroom floor every day with tears in my eyes and cramps in my stomach and feeling like I wasn't good enough or worthy enough and feeling like I was never going to love again or fall in love again. That vibration and vision was crap, but it's what I woke up to every day until I decided to get intentional with my how, heal our wounds, and then hold the vision and the vibration of that future self that I wanted to be, right? Your body will respond to what vision and vibration you allow it to hold. So for now, I want you to just surrender the timeline and the how and just keep showing up and holding that vision, responding with the energy to life and allowing more of what is meant for you to drop in. Don't take the easy way out of getting hung up on the how or having the how hang over It's just holding you back. The how is holding you back. And I want you to feel like you are catapulting forward. I know that this healing is possible for you because I've done it on myself and my life has drastically changed as a result of it. I want you to know the tools and practices that I used to get myself in the state of great that I am now. I want you to have the tools and practices that I use to live in a state of thrival instead of survival. You deserve that. So stop using distractions to hold yourself back. Stop finding excuses to not sign up for that thing that's really going to move you forward. And I really want to invite each and every one of you to join our group practice at Joyfully Divorced. It is a four-month divorce rehabilitation group where I give you all of the tools and practices perfectly paced with modules and breathwork journeys and joy journals and live weekly coaching and 
women connection with people who are going through what you are growing through together every single day of the week. This isn't a drop in for 90 minutes every week and then see you next week. It's a do life together group and community. And I'm a certified and trauma-informed coach that will help you navigate this entire process. We are enrolling for Joyfully Divorced for our summer group and our fall sessions right now. So go to joyfullydivorced.com. You will book a free call. You will only be talking to me. You won't be talking to another person. You'll be talking to the person who's going to be guiding you through so you can feel my energy, know that I'm legit, and know if I am the right fit for you. All right, so go to joyfullydivorced.com today to book a call, or you can check the show notes, or you can DM me on Instagram or TikTok at joyfullyb. And last ditch resort is you can email me at joyfullydivorced at gmail.com. So I hope that this has been helpful in helping you understand that there is a way bigger picture and a way better way of navigating this healing journey than staying stuck in the how. Have a wonderful day wonderful day. Go out into the world, shine your light bright and live a limitless life. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you loved the chat today, take a quick screenshot of this episode and send it to a friend. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue our conversation on Instagram at joyfullyb and check out my soulful services at joyfullydivorced.com. Remember, joy is contagious. So go out there, shine your light bright and live a limitless life.